0: like the new uh, flexibility that has been afforded them since all of this happened. So some things will go back to the way it was, some things won't change. And I think that this has empowered workers. It's true. It's true, man.
1: Well, it's definitely, I think, given people more freedom. And I think a big part of that at the beginning was, you know, fear of, of actually being honest, that they had no clue what was going on. You know, they wanted to hide, like, oh, we we know everything. We're the government. We can take care of you, you know, type of mentality. Mm -hmm. And it's just like with everything else, right? All these protectionist laws we have are all about, I know what's better for you than you do. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, and so I think that that really was a big part of it is a fear of being truthful and honest with the
3: American public in many ways. Well, listen, folks, we are having a great discussion right now here on the Sunday Forum with regards to the issue of freedom of speech. Um, we are going to come right back. It's after NPR. And uh this is Walter Smith II, along with members of the Fourth Estate Live from NPR Vietnam.
2: News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. More than 50 people are reported dead and hundreds more have been injured since fighting broke out yesterday across Sudan's capital, Khartoum. The international community is condemning the conflict between Sudan's army and a powerful paramilitary group. NPR's Emmanuel reports that neither side is backing down. A bloody power struggle between Sudan's army and the rapid support. For- forces has turned
3: much of Khartoum and other cities into a battlefield. Air force jets are patrolling the skies as gun battles break out below following months of mounting tensions. The army says it will soon defeat the RSF which is claiming to have taken over key sites. Both sides are accusing each other of attacking first while the civilian toll across the country continues to mount. The military and the RSF are engaged in a bitter battle over who will lead during Sudan's fragile transition to democracy that for now appears lost. Emmanuel Akimotu, NPR News
2: Lagos. Authorities in Louisville, Kentucky looking for the gunman who fired into a crowd at a city park last night, leaving two people dead and four others wounded. This latest mass shooting follows the shooting at Louisville's Old National Bank, where a gunman killed five people and injured eight others. Mayor Craig Greenberg is calling it an unspeakable week of tragedy.
4: On Monday, we lost five of our fellow citizens to a horrific act of workplace gun violence and now five days later we're at another scene of a reckless act of gun
2: violence. Police are asking the public to come forward with any information on this latest shooting in Louisville. Authorities in the small town of Dadeville, Alabama, are expected to give more details later today about a shooting that left multiple people injured last night. The shooting reportedly happened during a birthday party for a 16-year-old. Abortion rights rallies have been taking place around the country this weekend. The rallies were planned in response to a Texas judge's decision to reverse FDA approval of a common abortion pill. The Supreme Court has put a temporary stay on that ruling. and Pierce Caitlin Raddy has more. On the steps of the Supreme Court, abortion rights supporters said they were outraged by the legal assault on mifepristone. The pill is commonly used in medication abortions, which account for more than half of abortions in the U.S. Brittany House says an abortion improved her life.
5: I'm standing before you today, 11 years later, safe, healthy, financially stable, and a loving relationship. I'm planning my wedding this year, so super excited about that. But again, I wouldn't have any of those things if it weren't for safe
2: legal access to abortion. Nearby, abortion rights opponents also gathered. The Supreme Court's stay puts the Texas ruling on hold through Wednesday. Caitlin Raddy, NPR News. And you're listening to NPR News from Washington. The Coast Guard says all the passengers aboard a ferry that ran aground west of Seattle this weekend have been safely disembarked. Hundreds were on board, including Matt Holyoke, who says he knew something serious was going on when the crew told passengers to put on life jackets.
1: They made another announcement that says everybody needs to come to the
6: passenger deck. Uh, uh, We've lost steering and propulsion and um, everyone
4: needs to brace for impact.
2: The ferry was traveling to Seattle from Bremerton when it ran aground. Washington State Ferry says one passenger had a medical emergency, but that it was unrelated to the grounding. The agency says that initial indications are that the vessel suffered a generator failure. Hundreds gathered at the Boston Marathon finish line to commemorate the 10-year anniversary yesterday of the Boston Marathon bombing, which killed three people and left more than 260 injured. Esteban Bastille's With uh, Member Station, GBH in Boston has more.
6: Boston Mayor Michelle Wu, Massachusetts Governor Maura Haley, and Senator Elizabeth Warren were among those who joined first responders and community members in marking the occasion. Speaking to the press afterwards, Warren said the ceremony was about loss, but also about renewal.
2: That ceremony is a reminder that Boston is strong, and it's strong because the people here are strong.
6: During the ceremony, organizers unveiled a commemorative marker right past the finish line that read 415 Boston, 10 years. The 1 and the Boston on the seal are highlighted to read 1 Boston. For NPR News, I'm Esteban Bustillos in Boston.
2: Yeah, this is NPR News. Support for
6: NPR comes from NPR stations. Other
1: contributors include Imaginable Futures, celebrating the hard work, commitment, and achievements of the one in five college students who are parents. More
0: at ImaginableFutures.com and the Limelson Foundation.
5: Saving up for a rainy day to get a new car. The rainy season is coming, so if you're in need of a more reliable ride to get you through the wet road safely, donate your old one to WMNF. We accept used cars, trucks, and even RV donations, running or not. Donating is easy. Learn more at WMNFCar.org. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now, 9 a.m. weekday mornings right here at 88.5 FM. You'll hear the same fearless investigative reporting on topics too hot for the mainstream media. Tune in to Democracy Now, 9 a.m. weekdays right after the morning show. That's right here on WMNF, Tampa, St. Petersburg, Sarasota, Lakeland, Clearwater, Winter Haven, and Venice.
0: Join me late Sunday, early Monday for Body Rock with Mike B on WMNF 88.5 Tampa. The heavy metal disco train leaves the station at midnight for a three-hour dark journey into the sonic underworld of alternative music. Body Rock with Mike B. Sunday, midnight, WMNF 88.5.
3: Hey, what's going down, family? your resident chef, Big Eddie G, inviting you to the Soul Kitchen. Me and my assistant chef, Mr. White Pepper Dave and Brian, serve up the best of R&B and soul music with a pinch of hip-hop and jazz and a dash of fun. So stop by Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Bring your appetite, because the kitchen will show enough fill you right Here, only on 88.5 WMNF.
0: Hi, I'm Kenny Coogan. Join Annie Ellis and myself as we co-host the Sustainable Living Show here on your community-supported radio station WMNF Tampa. On Sustainable Living, we bring you conversations with local experts on sustainable topics.
4: Please come share with us every Monday morning at 11 in our talks about alternative energy sources, organic gardening, farming, and everything in between. Sustainability is a balance of people, profit, and planet. Together we will make
0: a difference. You are tuned to the Sunday Forum here on WMNF Radio 88.5 FM. And uh, we are taking your telephone calls. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. Or you can write us. Write DJ at WMNF.org. on this Emancipation Day in D.C. <laughs> we talk, we listen to the little Eddie Kendricks beautiful. here on the Sunday Forum.
3: Beautiful, 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 beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to the Sunday Forum. This is Walter Smith II, the voice of the Tampa Bay area, along with the members of the 4th State crew. My main man, Mabili, uh, in the studio with me today. Uh, let me tell you, we are so glad to have uh, Ariel and Michael in the studio. We're not so glad to have Don here <laughs> with his old Philly shirt and stuff. Yeah. Nah, I'm just joking. No, we got the Don in here. Don Scott. The Don. The Don. It, it, there is no other brother. Don, my man. He puts it. He puts it together. He puts. He puts these these things together that cause all types of fiascos and, and problems in the Tampa Bay area. Like this thing about freedom of speech that he's putting together, and the media's freedom of speech, mm-hmm. right here in the Tampa Bay area, man, we ain't playing, we not playing,
7: right? Hey, well, real quick, is voting an act of freedom of speech? Yes. So when people, government agencies, try to suppress suppress the vote, That's are they suppressing it. freedom of speech?
3: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no being fascist. Not. Yeah. No question about it. No question about it. And, and 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 that's exact. You know, I've been. You know, people have been in countries where where they see that type of thing happening. You, you go to Russia, right? Even now in this climate in Russia, you know they're supposed to be so free. It's not, right? Uh, so much better than what it used to be as a United Socialist Soviet Republic. Um, you know, it was. You know, you say something, you disappeared. You're in a Gulag somewhere in Siberia, right? Um, you know, that's what it was. I've been in situations... Sounds like Putin. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But I've been in situations in uh, during the time period of apartheid um, at its height and lived there in, in boarding schools where you know, the people who were in my dormitory were exiles because of that. Because they spoke out. Because they, if they went back to their countries, they were going to be killed. The whole family was going to be wiped out, right? Um, the, the, I've been in situations where um, the the right to vote. Um, I've seen the right to vote suppressed in some very major ways, um, where they will kill you if you even tried to
7: mm-hmm.
3: vote, right uh, and if you voted the wrong way you were killed and this is not this is this is this is not a joke in these countries now we've not we, we've been there we've, we've I was been about there to we've say seen it. this we've seen this uh, like like, like in, in our in in your in my lifetime in my Billy's lifetime and Mike I suppose yours right mm-hmm. I don't think yours Ariel but
5: literally thank you for that <laughs> you're welcome, you're
3: welcome. <laughs> but and I know I know and now in, in my lifetime though I I was taken back like a couple hundred years when I stepped you know I stepped off that plane right and then I came back to America and I was like whoo, you know but but then reality kicks in
0: mm-hmm.
7: right
3: as an adult as a grown man you start seeing what oh I mean you know they may not they may not be extreme like these other countries were, but they do it. We do it. And we do it in ways that's, that that now, now is getting to the point. Because if you start looking at things like gun, I'm wondering where this is going, right? Gun permits being taken away. Man, I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Stop, 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 stop. What are we doing now? What are we doing now? Because these guys are sitting up there taking away to, uh, saying, Well, you can just go and get your gun, knock yourself out. No. Right? That's, say
7: something that, wrong. That's not that's not really what they're saying, but say something wrong. Say something what? it's pretty close. It's pretty close, dog. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm telling you, when you when <laughs> No when,
5: background when, checks. Yeah. What are you doing? No training. No paper trail.
3: It's getting back to the point where it where it was during the fifties, sixties and, and before. Where white people in particular could go and get a gun and shoot you with impunity and, and wouldn't 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 care a damn it. Oh, you're talking about
0: Back. the eighteen fifties, eighteen sixties. There we go, there we go, there we go. You know
7: When when, when did that change?
5: I was about to say that, yes.
3: you know what I mean? That, that that's, that's happening right stopped.
7: now.
3: That they're, they're taking I'm not saying that listen, I'm what I'm saying is now they're putting this stuff into law. Mm-hmm. It's nonsense. That that has changed, and that, and that is an issue. And that is something that, that we need to be concerned about. Unless you're along. in Texas. Texas, that's always been the wildest, right. man. Hey. No, but I'm
7: saying, isn't it in Texas where the guy shot a... a an, um, well, When he shot up to school? No, he shot a a, a Black Lives Northern Matter, Northern Matter
3: Northern
7: protester. Memphis. And now the governor of Texas wants to... Uh, what do you call it? Clemency. Him? Give him a clemency. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He wants to give him a pardon. And he had not even oh, gone yeah, to trial yeah, yet. Yeah, no, man, no, you no. know. No. And, and again, that... When people start to value other people's lives, that's when things will change. And yes. as a black American, my life is not valued right. in America. Right. Especially in the state of Florida. Right. So now, so
3: now... Hence, hence the reason why, of course, the 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 initial thing was you know Black Lives Matter, right? And then, and then of course, the white people start saying, and I said generically, of course, white people started saying, "Oh, well,
7: man, all lives matter." Let's, get out come of man, here, man! Get out of here with that, bro. No, That's no. just like
3: you saying white power. Okay, what and, are you and, saying? Why which, are you telling and, me that And I'm going
7: to go back to what you said earlier in the last hour, and and that is why there is such. Poor representation in Progress Village mm-hmm. because people in power do not value the people that live in Progress Village. Right. If the same, if the people, if the type of people that lived in Progress Village lived in Carrollwood, it'd be a totally different situation. Progress Village exists because because the people weren't valued, and, mm-hmm.
3: and, and exactly it was redlined to begin with. So I mean, there you go. So I mean, but but that's that makes up that's the reason. Bottom the bottom is what it is. Right, the bottom is there because uh, there had there was a place for the runoff, the stormwater, and waste water to go, and so there you got the bottom. You know, right. East Ebor. For those people who don't know, what they call East Ebor now, you know. So, so I mean, I can tell you stories about that. I mean, that's, bottom line is, these are things that that if we don't if, if we don't guard against it, right, then we're gonna have. I mean, we're gonna keep having the same thing over and over and over again. <coughs> you know so. but,
7: but here's my thing right when it comes to freedom of speech I think it's something that we all value I do not believe that freedom of speech is a blue issue or a red issue No, it is a human issue yeah. and it's something that cause I, it's, when I started putting this event together uh, a political consultant called me and asked me who do you have speaking on the right and I'm like I had no idea that uh freedom of speech was a was a was a blue or red <laughs> issue or a left or right issue and um so i told him that you know there were some people on the right that were here and there were some people on the left that were here you know right. you got to appease everybody you know but i thought that this was more or less a human issue like the other event that you know i mean that i did last october which you're going to bring back this october the, you know the criminal justice summit you see you the trouble you start.
0: Y'all see the trouble he starts? I mean... But the right wing can mm-hmm. put together an event and never invite an uh, opposing voice. Ever. Ever. And nobody demands of it. Did we say them. ever?
3: <laughs> ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, I mean, that's
0: I, how I, it goes. I, so, I mean, you, you're I, doing the right I,
7: thing. I, I try... I, you know, I just try to appease... I, I, I try to bring different people together, okay? Yeah. Just to see if... If you if you put people in a room long enough, they're going to come up with some things that they agree on and some things that they disagree on. But I like
0: to highlight the things that we can not agree on and move forward with those things. And that's getting further and further away from us. Because when you look at what the guns, the back to the gun issue in Florida, no permit required, no training required. Nobody knows what the intelligence behind that is except... I'm just making a... He's making a populist Mm -hmm.
1: move. Well, and and again, I think that in part, you know, it was allowed by the Supreme Court in their New York case that they held, you know, last year. And then there was just another one, um, I want to say in Oklahoma, that kind of continued to expand gun rights under the Second Amendment. honestly... I know we see this as a right issue, but I think in, in a big part it may have a huge impact on uh, colors and minority issues in and, and neighborhoods because, you know, a cop sees a gun in, in a car with them. Right. They're immediately a, a criminal. They're immediately getting, sh- you know, shaked down. They're immediately pulled out of the car, and, and they're not going to be able to do
0: that anymore. No. What right? about the man who answered his door, and they, the cops had the wrong house, and he answered the door with a gun He's and got dead. killed?
3: Yep. That's how it goes. Hey, listen, uh-huh. we got... Phone calls here. Just, Let's just get to them. these phone calls, and
0: then it's on. It's Better on. Get some music. All right, All get right. Down notch. Let's go. All right, we well, go ahead. Calling you. You can call us at eight one three two three nine nine six six three. This is the Sunday Forum caller. You're on. You say what? Hello. Hello. Hello.
6: Hello. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> All right. How you doing? Hey, good. Good. Well, this is precisely what happens. When you decide, yeah, well, just abortion. Yeah, let's look at the the women's health issue, okay? Because essentially, <clears throat> essentially, abortion is a women is a is a health issue, and it's a it, you know it's a, what people are describing as abortion. Many times are medical procedures that are necessary in order to to to, to, to save the uh, the. Uh, a woman's uh, life, and uh, and is necessary sometimes to to to, to terminate a, a, pr- a pregnancy, but this is what happens when you legislate when you when we call uh, uh, practice medicine from the bench. You know that decision to to to, 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 to as far as I'm concerned, sure, in, in any medical decision generally uh, calls for someone to be who's deciding the decision to have some knowledge of medicine and science <laughs> and is needs to be of some board certification or those sort of things in order to perform or make a decision on someone's life or someone eating sp- spine surgery or whatever. But then ask yourself one question, if that calls for a qualification, then how much, uh, ask yourself, how much butt do you have to kiss to become a federal judge? <laughs> you know how much boy and you want to, just from, from the from the from the from the uh, i mean practice, med- practice medicine from the bench and it goes right it's what exactly what we've been talking about even in 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 the throughout all these years in our thing uh we within the arms with the uh, with the pain control and which brings us to the work that we've been doing with uh, you know, with the uh, message from DeSantisburg. You know the uh, comparison between the Sanders' the Sanders' philosophy and that of the nationalist government in uh, that existed in South Africa. Mm-hmm. They're one and the same. And so we've written and when you the, the article that, uh, that we wrote about is America's future. The guy who wrote about this thing, Mark Rosenberg, said that you know as America's future, South Africa's past. And we slowly beginning, and folks, you know, blew it off, but read that, uh, that, that article's uh, message from DeSantisburg about that, about uh, uh, Florida, Florida's governor, the, the, the positions that they're taking. We slowly begin to see it. And the gentleman brought up another question about his life having no value. Just do an extension, we talk about what happened in Tennessee. Well, look what happened in Florida. Al Lawson's district was just drawn four lines, and mm-hmm. boom, it was gone. And then there was this district's Charlie Chris' district was eviscerated. Uh Val Deming's district was, mm-hmm. was, was was manipulated and stuff and stuff. So you know, having value, these boys, these young men, they, the the courage they, they, I mean, not the courage, but just standing up as human beings got them evicted from the. Uh, from the, oh, from the legislature and this young man that's mm-hmm. exactly what's happening here or better yet you become a pharmacist and dentist or a, a physician and you're 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 a person of color and now they call you a doctor a drug dealer with a white coat the same people who are uh, if, and you're being called that by folks who I say um our, our clans folks, without their white robes, dressed in their finest mental yeah. suits. same thing, same, same folks we faced down 50 years, and we must continue to fight and resist. And then you want us to go to Ukraine and fight the uh, the Russians and the Chinese and look at and spend all that money up there. You saw that that, that spot that they spent up all that money up there in in in, uh, in um, Russia, I mean, in the Ukraine and stuff. Billions of dollars when we could fix the sewer system down there or the drainage system down here in, in Tampa. Yeah, we focusing. They won't. <laughs> we're spending that kind of crap money, and then we're supposed to be so stupid we're
3: not paying attention to this at story. all, at all, oh, at, at all, all. Doc. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listen, Doc, we got, we and got, it, it, we it, got, it, it, we right got right another doc, doc, we got, we got another call that we got to get. We got calls that we got to get to. <laughs> We appreciate your call, and folks. As 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 usual, we say, you know, you're within the norms. Make sure you go to the with, within the and check out um, these these this information that that's being said right now. Um, gosh, you, you can't you can't beat that information. I mean, that that you see on you are within the norms at all.
0: Um, so check it out, please. First, First, they, go and arrest, you. they did go and arrest the cartel members of fentanyl. What about the abortion bans raising fears the GOP are afraid of a backlash in 2024?
5: They should be. I mean, it's, it's been historically an issue that has had bipartisan support because of the right to privacy. It's been that way in the state of Florida. It's pulled that way in the state of Florida for years now. Um, so, and and nationally, if I'm not wrong, it's incredibly unpopular. It's only weird places, you know, like now here and Texas. Um, yeah. So he's really taking a big gamble on this issue. He's really hoping that this issue um, is gonna, Gonna, you know, be, I mean, he's got to play it so cool until Trump yeah. says what he's doing. He can't, I mean, they have Come no, on. they have no response, right. you know, to that situation, but abortion historically in the state of Florida, the right to privacy, bipartisan support, it, people have supported the right to privacy. They right. have on both sides of the aisle, a health issue is a health issue. And this is going to have, I mean, we talked about it off the air. I've got a 10 month old daughter and like a week after she was born, The 15 week ban passed and my husband looked at me and he's like, don't read the news today, (laughs) you Uh know, Um, and then here we have the six weeks ban. So in less than a year of her being alive, her right to an abortion has gone from 24 weeks Mm -hmm. to six weeks. And having just been a pregnant person, um, which uh, that's, you know, kind of the verbiage that they use now is, is, is birthing people or pregnant people because it's not just women that have uh, babies now. So, but um, I say that only as an (laughs) inclusivity thing. But, um, you know, having just gone through this, I didn't know until 18 weeks whether my daughter was healthy or safe. They do a fetal anatomy scan at 18 weeks. And all sorts of things can go wrong at that point. All kinds of things can happen that could kill me, right. that could kill her. Right. Um, so taking that right away, I mean, it's 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 already having huge, huge consequences in the state of Florida, and it and it will continue to do so because, as statistics show, when abortion's legal, abortions do not stop; they just get more right. dangerous.
0: Right.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, I think it'll be interesting. You mentioned the right to privacy issue. So Florida does have our own constitutional amendment for right to privacy, which technically in the case law that's gone on around the state for other issues, they have said that it is a stronger protection than the federal government and U.S. Constitution's right to privacy. So there is room for a Supreme Court, if they they chose to, to create a difference between the federal law and a Florida citizen's right to privacy, I think. So I do think that'll be an interesting issue once it gets challenged.
0: So the six-week ban can't even go into effect until the (laughs) 15-week privacy issue is resolved. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: But I think that privacy issue on the 15th week is a federal issue, and mm-hmm. I think that that's really already been resolved in that other case where they said the 14th week, or was it 14 week, right, mm-hmm. um, was constitutional when they when they overturned Roe. So um, I, I think that it'll have to be a different challenge based on state court and our state constitution in order to fight that.
5: Because viability was the whole thing. And I've spent time with the judge that made the original case, I think it was in Connecticut, uh, was the case that was the basis for uh, basically what happened in the Dobbs decision. Um, And he researched back to like, I don't know, like the 5th century or something about case law for (laughs) abortions. I mean, this dude was he was recently apported to the district court in Connecticut. He lived In Sarasota, of course, because everybody retires in Florida. Um, But, you know, he spent quite a bit of time researching what. What, what what is the history of abortion law? And guess what? It goes back to as long as humans have been alive, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so the viability was the issue though. When can the child be viable? And he wrote the law in such a way, he wrote his opinion in such a way that that definition was malleable because as technology advanced viability changed. So as medicine got more advanced they could save younger babies and so therefore that law had to be malleable. Now that ended up kind of backfiring because they were able to Remove that as the basis for the abortion law in in Roe v Wade. Well,
3: yeah. Well, let's let's go back to the phone call. (laughs) Sorry. No. Hey, (laughs) hey, listen. This is this is what it's all about. Let's go to the phone calls. Let's get it. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday forum.
8: Good morning. uh, Am I on? Yes. Yes, you are. Great. Okay, I have a question for Walter Smith, and I find it interesting that your topic this morning is free speech, and I predict. But though my co- my question will be brief, you will try to ac- actually cut mine off. Here's what I have to say about this, Walter Smith. On your show, you regulate content. There are things we can't discuss. Many topics that are irrelevant you don't allow to be discussed. We can't talk about Rob Lurie, which I don't mind. We can't talk about station personnel. I see your point. All this is okay. You also regulate the style of how we content, uh, how we how we talk. I can't start chanting the same thing over and over again. And if I were to pick up a megaphone and start talking, you'd cut me off. Now, my question to you is, what is the difference between how you regulate comments on your show and what they did in the Tennessee legislature?
3: Well, a couple things. (laughs) My show is whose show? Whose show is? (laughs) It's my show. You should have kept them on there, man. Oh, First of all, it's my show. That's the first thing. The second thing is, uh, is that there? There is a particular uh, theme that goes along with my show, and then there's the there's the other part of it, which is that you
0: know if you think you're gonna get a bullhorn and come on to the show, <laughs> come on man that's that's absurd. it? Right. But the bullhorn was used in Tennessee because they keep the Republicans <laughs> keep shutting Democrats down, and furthermore there's a little thing called elections. Yeah, man. <laughs> that know. made the difference but in Tennessee. So, yeah, and I'm not a fascist show. by the
1: way. I'm, 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 I'm and, not the a lot of fascist speech is, uh you know, protected a little bit differently than most others. all right Never <laughs> mind yeah. your private show. Right. 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 So
3: yeah, man. So <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you could jump out on your sidewalk. Yeah, you want to do day. that? I plus, <laughs> plus, you only have two hours, dude. You only have two exactly. hours. Exactly. So, so you gotta, gotta regulate something, bro. Come on. There's gotta be some rules there.
0: Uh, let's go <laughs> I didn't make the rules FCC made them you know right, you can't talk about personnel issues that's, a, that. that's a rule can't do that here, uh, go ahead her you're on the Sunday <laughs> Forum yo
8: hey, what's going on brother uh, who, what's going on brother Africa you alright uh, uh, in the game man you know no complaints no problems we can't stop alright alright I- I really want to appreciate the program. You know, a lot of things been said. I'm going to jump on uh, one thing first. Uh, you know, there was some discussion a bit ago about the community. that heard you talk about the bottom. that heard this comparison between Progress Village and Tailwood, et cetera. I just want to say, speaking locally, if you want to uh, get, you know, they say a picture's worth a thousand words, right? If you look at the Jackson House, that picture says everything you need to know about how Tampa, especially white Tampa, feels about black Tampa. So uh, anybody who doesn't know the history of the Jackson House, to look it up, the Jackson House. And a very important, significant structure in the history of black uh, the black community in Tampa. Mm-hmm. If you want to know how white Tampa feels about black Tampa, just take a look at the Jackson House um, uh, uh, as it stands today. That's that point. The other thing I want to say, though, uh, there's been a lot of discussion about Democrat, Republican, uh, red, blue, left, right. Uh, under the brilliant leadership of Chairman O'Malley Sotela, the leader of the African People's Socialist Party and the leader of the African International Revolution uh, made it clear that every society teaches us that every society since humans uh, began to form societies operate uh, to feed themselves, clothe themselves, house themselves, and they do so uh, by some form of some mode of production. Uh, slavery, tactile slavery was a mode of production, feudalism a mode of production, uh, and capitalism a mode of production. All of them have in common that they are all colonial modes of production. You can vote out a Democrat. You can- vote out a Republican, but you cannot vote out the colonial mode of production. When you, when people on the show on the one hand say, uh, we, we don't want abortion laws, uh, we don't want education laws, free speech laws, but at the same token, uplift and uphold uh, or support other colonial laws, mm-hmm. it, it sounds uh, hypoc- hypocritical and uh, it, it seems to vacillate on the point that the only way out of this thing is to destroy the colonial mode of production. The government knew it, the, the U.S. government has always known it, knew it when it started attacking more Marcus Garvey, who, by the way, was able to organize millions of Africans all around the world without a Facebook, a Twitter, uh, um, a radio show, uh, you know, and the rest of it. And and, uh, the government attacked him. uh, The government attacked King. So it does not matter if it's violent, nonviolent. The government attacked the Black Panther Party for self defense. The government attacked the African People's Socialist Party and their whole movement right now because they know that the way out of this mess, the way out of these colonial laws that, you know, oppressed, Pregnant women, or birthing people, or whatever you call them now. Uh, they're, they're, Thank you. Uh, people in educational um, uh, situations regarding with the, what we can, cannot learn, and, expect, and oppress us in social situations based on what we can and cannot say uh, is the colonial mode of production. We got to get that. We got to get it out of here, and there's only one way to do it, and that's under the leadership of the African working class, led by the Vanguard Party, the African People Socialist Party. And history, history, uh, I believe, is on my side. You can look it up and see that the reason why they attack. Uh, African people, socialist party, and organizations that are black nationalist organizations is because they know that's the way—that's uh, the only way to end the colonial mode of production. Democrat, Republican, just two sides of uh, two warring sides of the white ruling class. It offers us no option, no way out, no new laws, no no nothing that takes us from the colonial mode of production to Listen. a socialist mode of production Listen. where workers lead and we and, and and make the rules. And so, I just think that's important to to understand. And, and Chairman O'Malley has done a, a brilliant. Um, uh, job At putting that science out into the world and making sure that we have a revolutionary theory to inform our revolutionary practice so we can fight
3: our way out of this mess. Yeah, hey, hey man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Uh, it's like like I was saying earlier. I mean, we're getting to that I mean, we've been at that point, right? We've been at that point. So, I mean, wow. you know, they can keep on doing what they doing if they want to. And it, it, I mean, it, it it really like, when I it, do something. when now.
1: it goes back to the collective. You know, the people is it really we have to start looking at each other as humans as opposed to black, white and everything else in order so we can work together and rise up against the impression that we all face, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, realistically with with everything that we do. And, and granted, you know, definitely minorities face it at a much higher level. And that's statistically proven time and time again. Um, but I think with the, this economic gro- divide getting greater and greater, everyone is feeling the pressure of it and they keep us divided so they can keep control. I, I don't, so I think we're going to have to start
0: dealing with some larger questions. I mean, the There's issue of, large of, large of, large of large technology, for instance, labor replacing technology. Does that have to be a bad thing or a good thing? I mean, when you think about it, you know, maybe a little more free time and leisure time is where we're headed anyways. So that, we're laying the basis for that.
1: To me, that means we have to take care of each other more than ever. Right. Because if, if and you look at it today, right. And who's going to lose out first? The people who are less educated, you, you know, publics. Now you go to, you know, half of the aisles, you've one two cashiers and then the rest are self-checkout. Right. And that's coming right. and it's going to come faster and right. faster. So we really need to, uh, you know, I think, take care of each other more and look at it more of a few humanity issue. Community gardens, like he said, yeah. fresh food and vegetables yeah. stop this oppression yeah. and, and this, you know, it's just insane. Yeah. And and it's keeping us divided to hate each other on a consistent, regular basis. And I'm ready yeah. to evolve well, past the, this, but, but this but the conversation. Like but yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. the brother said, though, is, it is it is, is a consistent colonial attitude. Mm-hmm. It's a colonialist attitude that has been pervasive for centuries. Not just one time. Not just what you know. they clinging it really, to it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> it, it really is. But but the it, and and we've been conditioned to to stay in that mode and we're forced to 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 stay in that mode, right? To fight based off of that whole thing. Because what look, think think of this for a moment. I once sat, Don knows this, because I told him about it. I I once walked in on a meeting that was an all-white meeting. I, I was I was working for, I was working for this for this this happened this actually happened and you can't make up what I just said I literally walked in on this now understand when when the when they said this and this this happened a while ago it, it, so it, when, when this happened I was like wait a minute what and I made the crack I was like okay so I guess this is the all whites meeting right and they were like. Yeah, actually it is, and I was like, "Oh, okay," and I and, and 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 I'm I've been sitting there for the longest, and I'm sitting there wondering, you know, how how was this, you know, what what the hell? And and, and am I, I I'm I'm supposed to stay <laughs> in this situation, not not in that meeting, but in this environment? No, are you kidding me right now? Hmm. No, and and that's and and until uh, again. So and, you
0: bolted.
3: You, you bolted. Oh yeah, I left. I left. Ultimately, I mean, it was like it, I mean, what? There's nothing of interest, truthfully, that I I want to stay for. Hell, I mean, you know,
7: especially since they outed you. Yeah, I
3: mean, I mean, <laughs> black guy. Here comes the black guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, that's that's what it is. I mean, in, in my field, in, in, I'm an engineer. An environmental engineer. An environmental engineer. And black environmental engineers are not seen in, in, you know, anywhere, really. I mean, you, anytime I, go to, I will go to a meeting, you see me and I'm the only one there. Or I'm one of probably five, maybe whatever that's in the room, mm-hmm. literally. And that is something that I'm accustomed to. Right? Um, in most places that I speak, I speak in places where there are white people in the predominant numbers, and when I say it, when, when I whatever I say, trust me when I tell you, I don't mince words. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to spare you. In my business, in my line of work, I don't mince words. I don't. I don't sweep it under the rug. I don't do anything. I tell you exactly how it is, Jack. You can deal with it or not. And if you don't want to deal with it, there's a door. And You can go out there and you can use your freedom of speech, and you can use that freedom of speech. So you know, wherever you want to you go out there and call me whatever you want to call. Me. I don't care, but I'm gonna tell you how it is now. And and, and what the shame of the whole thing is is that is is just that it's the shame, right? The reason they leave is because of the shame. Because what I've done is I've told you the truth to your face, and when I tell you the truth to your face, then all of a sudden, you know, you don't want to hear it. But I but I'm forced. In any other any other situation, I'm forced to sit there and listen to you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? No. No, 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 no. This goes both ways, Jack. Both ways. Let's let's go ahead and get these calls out the way, man. We got some let's let's get it. Let's get it. All right. Go ahead, Carla. You're on the Sunday four. How you doing? All
4: right, all right, how you doing? I'm doing great. I I'm listening to speak about the freedom of speech. And I understand there is a limit to this thing we call freedom of speech. I think back right when Kanye said what he said, he had the freedom of speech to say it. And as we researched it, a lot of things he said was absolutely right. But the whole world who had the bully pulpit made his freedom of speech virtually non void But no one speaks for those people like that, like the inmates. When I was incarcerated, we used to listen to this station because we felt that this station spoke for us. For some way or another, they stopped speaking for the people who had no voices at all. We speak about, like, like talking about the environment because, you know, that's their job. But we got innocent people locked up serving crazy amounts of time because of terrible judges. No matter how you vote them out, they're still horrible judges. And then we got uh, the state attorneys who would turn around find you guilty of a crime that you could not have committed, pressure you into taking a charge that they know is wrong and then this person sitting in jail with no voice. Who speaks for them? If I call a tele half a million times, I don't get through to nobody. Right letters, I don't get through. The people with the voices, that's virtually saying the same thing on every station. On television, radio, everybody's saying almost the same thing. But we're not fixing the problem with the people without voices who's saying a lot of stuff that's right. The gentleman who was just speaking. I'm like, dang! I wish I could find him because it's got to be somebody out there gathering up people who don't have a, a loud enough voice, like you guys on the radio station or the guys on TV station. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I can gather with those guys, and all of us together can make our voices louder, and then we could be heard. You know what I'm saying? Like the the, my daughter is taking up She's picking up uh, uh, She's in doctoring stuff. What is it? I can't even think right now It's just through my brain But and, uh, Political justice And we was talking about I asked about the black agenda She said there's no black agenda So we started talking <laughs> about that She said no there's no black agenda But it's a gay agenda It's a woman's agenda It's everybody's but agenda See we like to join <laughs> in with other people up under us and letting them take our place. We need our agenda. We need a a sudden that black people instead of jumping on, saying the birthing people. We want to say women, pregnant women. (laughs) We want to be able to say what we want to say and let our voices be heard. We are not like No one else. Because we are like them and not like them. Because we have nothing dealing with just us they're they're locking us up at a horrible rate they're giving us terrible time you go in there uh, uh the justice system don't work there is a color difference. we can sit here all day long and say oh, black and white the same they treat us totally different i met a guy who got a turtle he served 15 years because he decided to eat a turtle <laughs> We got to do something while we. Free. That wasn't right. <laughs> but it's <laughs> the law; it's not right, but it's the law. And and he's a convict, and nobody cares how this old man got treated. Nobody cares because I never heard nobody talk about how they treat these old men. And I'm not the same Shangri that I was 30 years ago. You got kids who didn't serve 30 years in seven life in prison, but they're no longer the same. Our prison system don't work. The jails don't work. The judges work for one another. You can't own stock in something that you're putting (laughs) people in. You shouldn't be able to, but they do all day long. (laughs) And because they got finances and they donate to the NAACP, we overlook the horrible things that they do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We speak up every chance. we. They are killing our kids, putting them in prison, brainwashing them, making them think that we fail them. Mm-hmm. As I'm 57 years old, by me being 57 years old, every child under me, if he's going through the same thing I went through in 1984, 85, 83, what have I done with my life? Well, What did grandma and them do in their life that I got beat by the police when I was a child?
3: Yeah. Really?
1: As a criminal defense attorney for 20 years, um, I I absolutely have seen the the differences, and especially in a state like Florida, you know, it really, really depends on where you get arrested, Um, especially for minorities, you know, the middle of the state, some of these smaller counties are are absolutely ridiculous, uh, and, and it's a serious fear, you know. Dawn's other event, the event in October regarding criminal justice form, uh, deals with a lot of these issues. They are trying to – there's a group trying to push a second-looked act so that people who are in custody for longer periods of time could get a second look because exactly that fact. You know, you're 30 or 20 when you go in and you're 50 when you're getting out. You're not the same person. You're not on the street going to be hustling drugs and doing things of that nature or gangbanging. You know, so there definitely has to be something <laughs> – as far as that time period goes and and something else we have to do. Our criminal justice system is broken. Our court system is broken. Most of those judges you're talking about are or were state attorneys, um, you know, at one point. So I think there's a lot of things that we have to do to continue to reform that. But again, it's the people coming together and, and getting into the politicians, putting money into the pockets because exactly the police, police benevolent associations, the, um, the private prison organizations, you know, they come in and they put serious money to make sure that they keep those prisons full. There was a bill, um, I want to say maybe four or five years ago, going through Florida, which was to create private prisons in Florida. It required like a 98% occupancy rate. The wait, state wait would it still
7: requires that right now. It's the, it's a 90% occupation rate. So in other words, if the jail is not at 90%, if, if, if the jail is not 90% full, then they're they're in
0: breach of contract. Right, and this was the agenda right out of slavery anyway. So, I mean, this is not new. And, you know, it doesn't mean that because women are being attacked and gays are being attacked that they can't be supported as well. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, we are this. We are the slaves. We are the post-slavery slaves because that's the only way the South came back into the Union is when they figured out they can enslave us <laughs> with their prison systems in the same way that they had done previously. So I think that that's a long-running attack on the black community. That's the same thing
3: that, and, and it rides right along with what the gentleman was saying. You know, yeah, it, it, we have our own issues that we need to focus in on.
0: But we all have
3: issues. We all have issues. Can't take that away from anybody. The purpose but of the fascists is to that keep that us that divided. Right. Yes. It, it, and that's, that's exactly Controlled. right. That's, that's precisely right. But what, what he's saying is very real. The, the reason the Black Panthers was destroyed was because they took on, they, they, they were distracted. They took on the, the causes, other causes, and they began to integrate them too much into what they were doing. It's the reason why you have people that, in, that ended up, and they said it themselves because they realized it. Right. And it's and 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 while while they start taking on and partnering with everybody, because it seems like a a wonderful idea, it's very altruistic. We should be able to do all these things, but when they what they were not able to do, they didn't have the bandwidth to handle it. Well, I there think you're responding
0: bandwidth. to the Malcolm X, pronounce me that all elements of the oppressed has to come together if there's going to be a real revolution, a bloodless. Revolution, yeah. and I think the Panthers were responding to that. I think you know, but the fact of the matter is, there's no getting away from it. If you're being attacked, you're being attacked as a community, yeah, and absolutely. the only way to fight it is is to work together. Is to work, is to attack the that element of the of oppression together, because otherwise we're all just fighting our separate causes separately, and we're not doing it from a place of power, and. Well, like I said, this is a th- long running. I,
1: th- I think most of those categories of people that are in that oppressed are, are the ones as well, working 50, 60 hours a week, two jobs right. to put a feel. So it becomes that, you know, politics and getting involved in volunteer right. organizations and st- is, is really a luxury. Those,
5: you know? those meetings are at like 10 a.m. on a weekday. Right, you know, right. those redistricting meetings yeah. that they had, they make them, you know, as uh, inaccessible as possible. So right. if you attend those meetings... It's a privilege if you're able to go and vote. I mean, you should have the day off of work to go and vote, a paid day off of work to go and vote. Uh, Because most people are working sometimes 12-hour days straight through. There's no leaving to go vote at 7 a.m. or go vote at 7 p.m. And I would argue, you know, we talked about how, you know, you can go out and vote and there are ways to get to the polls. But they've made it as complicated as possible. Let's be real. There's like, you know, like an obstacle course in front of that. That's different for each person, but it's pretty lengthy, too. I mean, you have to request a ballad way in advance now. Uh, I mean, you can get there, but... Uh, I don't fault anybody for not being able to engage because they've made it purposefully as inaccessible as possible so that the power players can get to the table and not any of the workers, any of the voices on the ground. So
1: Right. It should be like a couple holidays voting, you know, yeah. Give people That's all the I'm ability saying. to do it, right? Yeah. If we take President's Day off, why isn't voting a day, you know, some sort of, you know, thing that we should all exercise? And, you know, and I, it's just it, you're right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. You're making it difficult to vote is by design. We, yes we need to we need to make certain
3: that we' that we're uh, that we're working together on these things, but we need to make certain on our end and and each person needs to make sure that their each group needs to make sure that they're as strong at their core as they possibly can be, and the only way that we are going to be strong at our core initially before we come together is to make certain that we are meeting having a meeting before the meeting Yeah. You, know <laughs> you know what I'm saying and that's that that is something that historically has been the downfall of many of our organizations. That and that's that's not a that's not a matter of opinion, that's a matter of fact.
1: Well running an organization, especially with volunteers and without funding behind it, is is difficult to get volunteers in and people together, you know, have done it, you know, for years with legalization and advocacy on on cannabis issues and stuff like that. And you know, it, it's very difficult. Um, to really pull people together and that to me is something that affects all segments of the population you know minorities arrested nine times more than white Americans yet they all use drugs the same I mean th- this is really you know a huge oppression of, of our communities and, and definitely keeps you know when you look at the numbers on it keeps minorities in jail puts them in jail then puts them it reduces the economic availability in their, their homes by 30% which puts them into a lower right. economic
3: school district right Right? So it's now a domino
1: you dominate the cycle. Right, right. And, and, I, and I don't see
3: anybody from those, and this, and this here's, here's the thing I don't see anybody from those, from, from Plant High School, coming over here to save Middleton. Yep. Or coming over here to save Blake. In fact, those people, those are some of the same people who were supporting the possibility of tearing down Blake High School. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And changing his status. So, all that stuff that they, they, they're talking about 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 us not planning, making our own plans within our own community. Say that you missed me with that. Totally miss me with that one. Totally miss me with that one. I don't mind working with other people at all, not one bit. But when when it comes, I mean, when it comes down to it, the bottom line, when it when the cutting time comes, this uh, this has to be a strong a strong core meeting. This a meeting before the meeting that's done before we deal with anything else. That's 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 I mean that's just you know, that is how that, that's the one thing that we don't do that we've not done and when and and we, we, we keep talking about the pri- the prison numbers, right? Did it change?
7: No no they haven't changed they't
3: changed when they're gonna hit the 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 right the right to vote is that that still comes up as a as a uh, issue that has to be considered, right? Oh, okay, yep. why why does it have to be considered after 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 five hundred or some years of being here and building this country? Or, or why why it's a voice? It's another it's it's, 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 so, exactly. So so yep. so the point so the point being the point being that we have to strengthen our voice. We have to train. We have to groom. And the only people that can do like for me, for instance, right? If I, I have a son, right? Yep. The only person that can the only person that can chart that can that. In my mind, and anybody else's mind, my, the person responsible for making sure that my son becomes a man is me, yeah. and I am the example of what of what my son needs to be. You get what I'm saying? So I give him the best example of that right there. That means that means making sure that you value your black self and your human self every single day. Because society, this society, and history has taught him and taught people who look like us to not value who we are. Every and, single and, day.
7: And I want to clarify that before we, we, before we leave. I, I said I made a comment and I said that my life is not valued in the state of Florida. I I love my life. I value my life. Mm-hmm. My white counterparts do not value my life. That's what I mean.
0: Right. Right, right. Yeah, man. Those who are making law.
7: That's right. And to so, my man that was talking about the prisons, there are people that are listening right now. There's Florida Cares that's out there. Um, there's a, another organization called FPRAP. A friend Vanessa works that organization. There's plenty of organizations. You know, Nate Shade, uh, Horizon Communities. You know, uh, you, you have People even trying to figure out how to uh, the people that you know, people like yourself who are older I- older individuals that are incarcerated. You know, there's talks with Senator Pizzo. Not that I'm a fan um, of trying to <laughs> bring people together um, and trying to do some legislation to that the older citizens that are incarcerated. You know, they have a place to live once they come home because they don't have a family because their family is deceased, so they don't have anywhere to go. So there there are people working. I'm an, I'm a returning citizen I was incarcerated uh, not in Florida thank God um, <laughs> I was incarcerated in Pennsylvania but you know where I committed my crime if I would have done it three miles if I would have done it three miles east in Philadelphia County you it, it, it would have been a yeah, misdemeanor
3: right mm-hmm. you know? hey man listen I want to thank you Don I want to thank you Mike I want to thank you Eric man Eric thank you so much
7: thank
5: you I'm so
3: glad to have you guys here it was here a pleasure and hey listen Mobiling. yeah. as always, from my voice to the radio waves, the hearts and minds of people, we love you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it here on the Sunday Forum. Join us next Sunday right here at 8 a.m. on WMNF 88.5, Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. We'll see you later, folks. And this is Get By by my main man, Talib Kweli. Yeah. Just
0: to get by, just to get by. Post-Martin Nanny is coming your way next after the news. Stay tuned to WMNF Tampa.
4: Well, having
8: a little trouble getting the NPR news up this morning. So